0: Friends from Far Away Podcasting present Ill Will. Ill Will is a horror anthology podcast written and directed by Keegan Vanderwicken. Ill Will may contain subjects that are not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dear Mary, I would first like to apologize for my lack of promptness in regards to your last letter to me. Though I dare say you would be disappointed to learn, I have disregarded your warnings and threw caution to the wind with my own tests. I know Matt from work is not the same. I know it is stupid and impossible, and I should ignore all the warning signs you told me about when I began working at the Norm Mart Supercenter. I have looked at the evidence over and over again in my mind, and I am convinced Matt is not the same. He cannot possibly be the same Matt I have been working with for six months at this point. If I had been anyone else in the world, I would chalk it up to coincidence, but after seeing what truly lies in wait at night, I am inclined to believe the worst and could not ignore it as you suggested. When I began working for Normart, I knew it would be temporary. I was new in town, and I just needed something to help keep food on the table while I found a real job again. I found myself on the Midnight Crew restocking shelves, unloading the dairy truck for Normark. That's when I met Matt. He was a nice young kid who was also just looking for some extra cash. From what I knew, he didn't love being a janitor, but apparently it paid more than restocking shelves. Still, the kid was never not complaining about his job. I understand his frustrations too. At least one broken glass of liquid a night, a guarantee that some customers will come in and make a mess. I guess that's what we signed up for, though, while working at Normart 24-7's open policy. I think everything would have been fine and stayed the same if corporate had not appeared. I'd always thought the managers and shift leaders were exaggerating when they said corporate could appear at any point. So imagine my surprise when two hours into a shift, they suddenly did. A large convoy of trucks and workers parked in the back and began reorganizing our store. They completely moved around everything more quickly and efficiently than I thought possible. Hell, they even added a whole new layer onto the already existing shelves. When we asked why, all we were told was it allows more space in the back. I didn't want to know what we needed more space in the back for. I do know we were told we were no longer allowed into the back rooms or the loading bay. Now the procedure would be that only lift drivers were to bring pallets right into the aisles of the store for us to unload. When corporate arrived, we all knew we had to be on our best behaviors. Everyone except Matt. It wasn't his fault that one of the pallets broke and milk spilled all over the back rooms. I also don't blame him for cussing like a sailor. I did feel something was off when the person from corporate asked to speak with him after he finished cleaning up the spill. Normal people would chalk it up to him being fired for his inappropriate language, for someone working at family-friendly Normart that wasn't allowed. You, however, Mary, you showed me, no matter how much I try, I am not a normal person. The next day, corporate was gone, and so was Matt. Or at least, I thought he was. I originally thought it was probably for the best, and didn't fret too much about it. As Matt had made clear on multiple occasions, he was here for a short time, and did not care at all for the company. The next day, Matt was back. But it wasn't him, Mary. Whatever the hell it was, had his face, wore his clothes, and it had even the smell of his mango-flavored vape clouding around him. I asked him about it, and he looked at me confused. This new Matt claimed that he never got spoken to by corporate. He also seemed confused as to who I was, which was even stranger as we always took our lunch breaks together. When I asked another coworker what had happened to Matt, they looked at me funny as though they did not know what I was referring to. I know you already know all that I had previously written to you, but now I want to share with you the finding of my own probing. I was able to uncover that whoever or whatever this new mat is I can confidently say it is not the old mat. Within a week of it being here I saw it stop vaping at every available chance. I saw it smile and tell people no problem and don't worry about it when someone broke a glass bottle. I know I should drop it, not let it bother me, people change, and Maybe he had a change of heart after getting talked to by our boss. I can't drop it, though. Even if he changed, even if he has turned over a new leaf, you don't just pretend you have never met someone. In the grand scheme of things, I know it will probably not end well for me, but I need to know. I will be going into the back rooms, and upon my findings, I will write another letter to you. If you never hear from me again, know I am grateful for you for saving me before and I am sorry. If I can find Matt, if I can stop another from disappearing like my wife did, then I'm going to do everything I can to stop it. Best and warm regards, David McDaniel. This was an old letter, clearly written to my mother for help. I was not aware that she ever kept a record of any proof of her work, aside of course from the cursed artifacts littering this house. This letter in question was displaced from a pile of books when I was moving an ottoman. I will keep this in a safe location and hope to find more evidence of my mother's work. It would be beneficial to have contacts to help move this stuff away, or better yet, a trail to see what she has been working on or dealing with all these years. From my own memory, mother never had a friend named David, and through a brief examination of missing person cases over the past 30 years, it would seem Mr. McDaniel does not exist. My guess is this is a survivor of some attack that my mother assisted and then had to help hide. It is highly likely that David McDaniel is a fake name or a new alias in order to better assist him to stay in hiding. Though, from what I see before me, David went looking for trouble and evidently found it while snooping around a Normart location. If any other letters are found, they may shed some light as to his findings, though, as these things tend to go for people looking for trouble, I have a large suspicion that Mr. McDaniel will never be seen or heard from again. Your brother is in desperate need of help. Your brother is in desperate need of help. Your brother is in desperate need of help.